Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Do you have a local or a global podcast? Most of us probably have both, but only address one of these audiences. Let's talk about how to remedy this. Hello, and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Stephanie Fuggio, filling in for Evo Terra. And today I want to talk to you about your globalness, your pod globalness. Now, some of you might be saying, I'm doing a local podcast about New York City or about Kansas City. Okay, well, you may or may not be, but as you might already suspect, your podcast is on the internet. Your podcast is accessible to anybody in the world. And therefore, you might have a wider global reach than you think. Most podcast hosts have some sort of map or list where you can see what your global reach actually is. If you haven't looked at this before, you might be surprised at how many people might be listening to your podcast outside of your city, your region, your country, and so on. The reason why I bring this up is I spent the majority of the past 16 years living outside my home country, which is the U.S., And I've been in podcasting groups, podcast listening groups, podcasters groups, those kinds of things. We're locals in those countries. We're talking about listening to podcasts from other areas, but being slightly frustrated by the inaccessibility or the lack of inclusion in certain aspects of the podcast. And today I want to describe three very quick things you can do in your recording, in your show notes, and in your social media outreach that would help invite those global folks into your podcast without actually changing the localness that might already exist in your podcast. So let's get started. While you're recording, you might get a sense that you're starting to go down a very local rabbit hole, quickly going into a topic that might not be known outside of your area or your country or the region that you're in. What you can do is either right then you can step back and say, hey, let's take a second to describe this to the listeners that aren't familiar with this and just quickly describe whatever it is. Or in post, when you're editing the podcast, you can add something to the podcast to do that very same thing. It's very quick and it's very easy to do. I have a global podcast, so I've been doing this the whole time I've been podcasting and none of my guests have ever minded taking a second to clarify for the listeners who might be anywhere in the world. In fact, oftentimes they'll jump in and help me describe the thing, and then we'll continue on with the conversation. It's not disruptive at all. If anything, it's inviting, and it lets the listeners know that you might not be listening from the same location where it's being recorded. Number two, in your show notes, you might want to include more links to things that you're talking about in the episode. Things that are obvious to you might not be obvious to someone who's further away from where you are, but may still be listening. And number three, in your socials, this is so simple. You might want to list various time zones. For those of us who are outside of the US, watching people post 
times without a time zone or just one time zone without standard global GMT information is very frustrating because we have to then dig in and figure out where the person's located or DM them to find out when the event is happening or so forth and so on. It's really easy to do this. On the clock part of your mobile phone, right next to your alarm, is probably a world clock. You can type in just three or four different cities around the world and look at the times there. And you really only have to do that once or twice a year. And just to double check, because some places have daylight savings times and some places don't. So it's good to just double check that you've got the right times a couple of times a year. But you really don't have to do it that often. Once you know which three or four cities you want to reference, you just keep using those. Another simple way is timeanddate.com. And they have a time zone map that is so easy to use. For me, I'm over in Europe right now. I'm in Albania. I tend to use New York, London, and Hong Kong because a lot of my listeners are in those three areas. Depending on where your audience is, you might want to consider using other places. But I tend to use capitals and regional well-known cities so that if the person's not from there, they're at least familiar with that place and they know the time difference from where they are to that place. It's very, very simple. And although it takes a little more of your text space in social media, it really is worth it to make the global listeners feel more invited in to whether it's your live stream or the publication of your podcast or any other online event connected to the podcast that they may be listening to. So I know these three things are a little more work in an already multi-step process of producing your podcast. But I hope, I hope, I hope in this global medium that we're all participating in, you do some of these things to make the global listeners that I know are listening to your podcast a little more invited in to the goodness that is your podcast. So this is Stephanie from the Geopats Podcasting Network. You can find me at stephfuccio.com, S-T-E-P-H-F-U-C-C-I-O.com. Eva will be back in 2021 with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. 
www.thepowerofpresence.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.